Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, an advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, tonight you are a proactive artist. Ooh, I really am. That's a good one. I think so. It's the best one since Imaginative Resonator. <laughs> okay. All right. I will accept that. You really are a proactive artist, Lance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was good today, Lance? No, I do not. Um, baseball's back. Uh, that's true. That's true. Opening day, I believe, is Thursday. We had an exhibition game tonight Did at you? the Rangers' new stadium in Arlington. Okay. Uh, which is the shittiest time possible to open a new stadium. Yeah. I w- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys have cardboard cutouts in the, in the Yeah. Stadium? So they have a deal where okay. you can pay 50 bucks for one of those. And... Um, I would do it, except I would want them to send it to me when it's over. And they don't oh, do that. Because sure. I have those, I have a couple of Rangers uh, seats from the last stadium in my office, and I oh. would love to put the cardboard cut out there. Very cool. Now, is that 50 bucks? Is that per game or is that? No, it's like for them. It's so okay. it's for the first month because that's like what the governor has outlawed right now. Uh, uh-huh. But they're still hoping like in the second month that they could get. Some okay. you know twenty five percent capacity, thirty percent capacity, something like that. So yeah, wow, very cool. There's some new rules this year. I don't know if you've heard about the new rules. I don't think I have. Okay, so this is all. This is I'm not joking around. This is totally real. This isn't a goop. Okay. There's no spitting, Lance. From the cardboard cutouts. From anybody, <laughs> no one can spit. <laughs> okay. Um. That seems like not a unreasonable request but spitting is a huge part of baseball there's a lot of spitting that happens in baseball right so they they outlawed the chewing tobacco but so they went to the sunflower seeds so now they're saying seeds are out no more seeds wow okay no no peanuts um okay no peanut shells um Hmm. bubble gums okay but they can't blow bubbles no big league chew exactly no big league which is just that's just un-American. Is that even still available? Can you still get I, Big League Chew? I don't know. Because it's like honestly. stimulating chewing, t- chewing tobacco, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like you yeah, can't get being, candy cigarettes anymore. Yeah, I remember being third grade going, look at my pouch of Big Putting League Chew. Big thing of chaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, so what some guys do is they'll get a big chunk of Big League Chew and they'll chew it up a few times. Okay. Then they'll spit that into their hand and then they'll spread it out like putty. Like like a like putty like you're gonna make a putty matrix, and then they'll load that up with chewing tobacco, and then they'll stick <laughs> that in their lip, and they'll oh, kind of chew on it a little bit, and it's like making their own bubblegum encased tobacco pouch. But that's wow. outlawed now too. So the gum huh. they have to dispose of it into the trash can, which does seem like a reasonable request, but they literally just spit that shit out everywhere. All right, well, so that's a big huge thing is no spitting. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Play masks are optional. 
So like the Rangers catcher today, Robinson Chirinos, was wearing a mask under his catcher's mask. Do okay. we need both masks? Well, I think they're equally effective for against the Rona. Could we? So <laughs> I saw that Oakley came out with for football helmets. Yeah. Oakley came out with this like lower, you know, they used to do like the the, the Marshawn visor. Lynch like yeah. visor thing, you know? Yeah. They came out with a lower helmet thing that goes in between the like bars of the lower part of the helmet, the face mask. Uh-huh. To help with Rona. Couldn't they do the same thing with the catcher's mask? Like you yeah. already have on a mask. I know it's got holes in it, but there has to be a way to, it has to be uncomfortable to wear a cloth or a surgical mask under a catcher's mask. Yeah. That can't be a good feel. No, I would I would uh, concur. All the umpires uh, were wearing masks. And what I noticed today is anytime somebody got on base, they put on a mask. Uh, and the first baseman was not wearing a mask unless someone was on base. Huh. Well, it's going to take very a new strange. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. The, the Rangers, uh, you know, I, I could tell that they're trying to get, like the stadium ops people are trying to get their like AV up and, and okay. figuring out like what they're going to do because uh -huh. between summit bats, they had piped in crowd noise, which was weird because there's no one in the stands and they yeah. would have like two strike noise, you know? Huh. So that was strange. So I, I could tell they were kind of figuring that out for the first inning. They didn't do walk-up music at all, which was weird. I like, I don't know why you wouldn't do walk-up music, yeah. but then they started doing walk-up music. So okay. I don't know if they just didn't have the songs in on time or what, and they just start making it up. I don't know. Huh? All right. Um, the next rule is uh, is that uh, if it goes to extra innings, uh -huh. there's automatically a runner on second base. Oh, I did hear about that. So basically, 10th inning starts, runner on second base, no outs. And so it's kind of like college football where overtime yeah. like start at the 20s. 25, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that, uh, which I think could be really fun. And the person who goes on to second base is the person who made the last out the inning before. Oh, okay. So you, you don't just designate someone, just grab no, off the bench. No, but you okay. could uh, pinch run for them, but then you oh. have to take them out of the game. Yeah, right? another so out. That's yeah. sort of the deal. Okay. So I do feel like that's kind of rewarding the yeah. loser who made who ended the last inning that like couldn't get the game home. Uh -huh. And now he just gets to go to second base and be the uh, designated winning run. Yeah, That kind of sucks. Goes from the goat to the hero, maybe. Yeah, I I do think they should. This should be where they get fans involved. Yeah, this should be like they have a designated fan of the game <laughs> who comes in and like gets on and is in full uniform it's, and it's, gets on because that would add a whole new dimension of like, what am it, I doing? It's going to be that Make a Wish Foundation. Yes, exactly. Player. That'd be perfect. <laughs> that would be perfect. Tell me that wouldn't be entertaining. Oh, absolutely entertaining. Um. I don't know that I want my my game decided <laughs> relying by, on it. Yeah, by the the cripple that that uh, <laughs> no Hot Wheels. Yeah. Uh, the next inning or the next uh, new rule is, um, you know how they'll do like lefty righty, and so like somebody will come uh -huh. in and face one batter, and that's it. They're done. Yeah. There's none. There's none of that this year. A relief oh. pitcher has to face at least three batters. Oh wow! So that's going to lead to some kind of cool. Strategery. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess they could come in, face the one batter they want, and then intentionally walk the next two guys, but it <laughs> seems like that may, might make some hot water that, that you might not want. Yeah, yeah. Let's just load the bases. Let's just make sure. it. Sure. Sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my uh, So I'm interested to see. Oh, and, and managers when they go to make a pitching change uh, or, or a pitching coach, whoever goes out to the mound, they have to be wearing a mask when they go out to the mound. Oh, I thought you were going to say he had to pull his pants down around his ankles and, and waddle. I mean, there. We, I might as both. Well. Yeah. 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 Might as well. So I'm interested. Uh, the Mariners have some good young dudes. Well, yeah, the, there's some excitement, but yeah, we're really, really young. So we're, we shouldn't a, a achieve anything this year. But if there's any year to achieve something, it might as well be this year. This would be a very typical Mariners thing to win like 47 out of 60 games. You know, like have uh -huh. the greatest winning percentage of all time and then lose yep. to the Yankees in the playoffs. It'd be swept first round. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very like Mariners thing to do. Um, it's, it's Ichiro, tradition. Ichiro comes back and it's just like a, a god amongst men. John Olerud somehow uh, gets COVID and finds, you know, that he's he's uh -huh. renewed again. And uh, um, Felix Hernandez is back and the Mariners win. Yeah. You know, some ungodly amount of games and then just just take a dump in the playoffs. Just one massive shit. Yeah. A Cleveland so steamer. Kind of a right Seattle there. thing. Absolutely. Until Absolutely. the until the Seahawks, Seattle, because I'm thinking of the mm -hmm. Supersonics and the Nuggets. Oh God. That thanks. one here. With Dikembe and Dikembe. a fucking piece of shit. Goddamn asshole. Fuck. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you'll always have uh, who hit the double when King Griffey Jr. scored. Was that Edgar. Dave Buhner? Edgar. Oh, it was Edgar. Ed. Okay, yeah. you'll always have Edgar. You'll always I will have always that. will always have Edgar. And now you'll always have Super Bowl Forty Nine. Fuck you. Is that what it was? The yeah, when on the one yard line and didn't get no. The what's Martin? no? Uh, what's what's the one you won? Forty eight. Yeah, okay, yeah. you'll always have Super Bowl Forty Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. No one can take that away. Not even no, not once. <laughs> Um, if they had fans, uh, let's say the second month they allowed 50% capacity, it's, it's, it's not Safeco Field anymore, right? Is it T-Mobile? T-Mobile. Mm -hmm. Okay. If they allowed 50% capacity, would you go to a game? Fuck yeah. I would. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I, I, I'm skeptical that that will happen, but, uh, yeah. I would, I would go to a game. Fuck, I went to a concert right when the Rona was hitting its full stride. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go see Ted Nugent or what? I went and saw Keen. Oh yeah, okay. That was and that was right around then, I guess. It was just things were just starting to shut down. It was the March March seventh, and within a week, everything was uh, okay. I watched an Andrew McMahon live concert um, on Friday night, and uh, it was he was doing it from Anaheim, and uh, basically in the the parking lot of the Angel Stadium. So it was like a drive up concert. Oh wow! So there was a bunch of cars in the parking lot. And it was like 10 bucks and, and they gave you a code and you go Sweet. on the website and I just like streamed it up to the TV. And um, they had this woman who got out of her car right at the front of the stage. Hmm. Um, and she's still 20 feet away from, from the band. Okay. Um, but she had a hula hoop and she was like doing this hula hoop dance routine okay. with her foot and her arm and, and like having the hula and, and the camera, whoever's doing the camera, I think it was a drone. I don't know. Hmm. Just kept just kept the camera on her for an inordinate amount of time of the concert. Okay. And it got so annoying. Like, show the fucking band. Yeah. I'm not here to see this woman with yeah. a hula hoop. And I they mean, kept showing her. And so I went on the Andrew McMahon subreddit and was like, is anyone fucking done with this hula hoop lady? And everyone was chimed in. It wasn't yeah. just me. Okay. Um, so even like, even the, the virtual concert thing, huh? Uh, it's still a little flawed. We need to figure this out. Yeah. That, that I don't need to see the crowd. No, no, 
Uh, they're in uh, they're in their cars. Who gives a shit? Especially if they're just shitty little jalopies that uh, I yeah. really don't. No, I don't want to see that shit. And it was like a tailgate scene, but they had the car spaced out enough, you know, where where mm. people could get out and tailgate and whatnot. And it seemed like a cool vibe. Like if I was Totola and lived in in the Orange County area, I would have gone to the show, no oh, doubt about for it. Sure. Uh, sure. But like, I just, you know, I'm, I want to see the band, like show the fucking band. Yeah. Yeah. Was it kind of like the opening parts of Greece when everybody was in the drive in and I got to tell you something, Lance. Oh, fuck. Really? I've never seen Greece. Oh, man. It's so there's there's <laughs> some of those like at this point, I'm 41 years old and I've uh-huh. never seen Greece. I'm yeah. never going to see Greece. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. How's that for I'm old? Do you like it? Do you I, like Greece? I, I do. Yeah. It seems super cheesy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. But living in John in his tight pants, I mean, what's not to love, right? Okay. Is that, it doesn't seem like it holds up well, just from the little I know about it. No, like actually. A, like cool. a little date rapey vibe, maybe? Well, you know, it was a different time. Okay. <laughs> like songs about date rape are a little strange? A little bit, yeah. But, you know, so like, give it a pass. Wasn't there a song like, like she's saying no and he's saying like, ah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little tough. Yeah. I would like to see like a woke Greece. It's sort of like she's like, no, no, no. And he's, you know, and then it's like uh, the, the, the John Travolta character comes in is like, I respect your decision and I respect your choices that you make as a human. You know, just like shit like that. <laughs> respect your body. Like there would just uh-huh. be a different vibe of the song. Yeah. Danny Zuko is the total hipster freak. Yeah, that'd be great. this is an advice show not really we answer your questions we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental facebook groups we answer questions from reddit Reddit. we strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice so please we need your questions they are the sustenance we crave you can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com and we don't want just any question do we lance fuck no we don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best quarantine sport because we all know that Highlight is the greatest quarantine sport of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. You think Gordon Christensen could play Highlight? Not without breaking a hip. Yeah, I, I, I don't know much about Highlight um, other than I'm pretty sure Gordon Christensen could not play it. Yeah, I only know it from the opening scene of Miami Vice back when I was in junior okay. high. Question one, Reddit user Phil520 asks, I ate a sandwich at the beach. The wind blew sand into my witch. And after I ate it, I noticed my back molar hurts. What is the dentist going to recommend? I don't want to pay more than I have to. Well, save all your money. Don't even go. How's that? (laughs) Um, Cheap as you can make it. I have a hot take. Do you now? I fucking hate the beach. Really? The beach sucks. You get the sand in your vagina? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. the sand is not... It's everywhere. Yeah, it certainly is. It's everywhere. There's like um, seaweed and shit on the beach. Uh Uh, Sometimes there's jellyfish. There's fucking shit swimming around. Our our buddy Mac Jones, uh, his daughter had a run-in with a shark recently. Yeah, that... that, uh, I don't need any of this. Yeah, that's more excitement than I want. I need none of that. None. Mm Mm-mm. It's a like it, it. The sand is everywhere. Over under on when you are like don't feel sand in like your shoes or in your car and your clothes anymore after a trip to the beach. 
That's about four me. years later. Like, when's the yeah. next Olympics? Yeah. That's yeah. when the sand will be gone. Pretty much. Pretty much. It just it sucks. Yeah. There's there's a price you pay. Are there good beaches in Seattle, like where people go and swim and lay out and all that kind of stuff? Is that or is it well, just the water is just too cold? Those are those are two different things. People do go to beaches and shit, but are, are they good beaches? No, no, not at all. But they're sandy I, or like rocky. They're more rocky, but they're like Alki Beach does have some sand, and that's on West Seattle. The view. Yeah, I've eaten at, at uh, Salties. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Salties is great. Just another mile past that, where there's some sand. There's the volleyball pits and the whole, which everything you would expect at a place like that. But still, I got my scuba certification there, and and it's it's mostly rocky as you're going out in the water, so it's not Waikiki in any way. Okay, I just so are you a beach guy? Like, if you had the choice between beach and like resort, would you take beach? Uh, no, you know, if I'm if I'm planning a vacation. Uh, I'm generally not looking at sunny destinations. I'm generally looking at Europe or something like that. But, you know, I've taken those sunny vacations, so I'm not against them, but they're probably not. I mean, because I, I, even the south of France is fairly rocky. And so I was at Saint-Tropez and was surprised at how big the pebbles were. But, you know, it is what it is to pay, you pay the price just to put your towel down and look at all the uh, Europeans sunbathing. So it's not all bad. Here's the deal. I will take, I don't mind a beach resort, sunny vacation. Mm -hmm. I want the sweet spot is like an infinity pool Uh near the beach. Yep. So I don't have to deal with fucking sand. Yeah. We were at Cabo and we had the all inclusive resort with an infinity pool and you're out looking, you have the view of the beach and the water and everything, but I'm in a chlorinated climate controlled environment. There's no like like Mac Jones having to drop your beer to go save your fucking daughter from Jaws. The infinity pools are surprisingly shark free. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I, I just am not a fan. I pe- yeah. I know people that just love swimming in the ocean mm-hmm. shit and just like laying on a towel. I think the friars love that shit. Yeah, and I just don't need I, I don't need right. that sand. Keller loves I mean, that. I don't look, need that fucking sand. Friars are coming from Cleveland. Of course, it's going to be awesome. It's you know compared to Cleveland. That's a that's no? a tough dunk on Cleveland. <laughs> well, the river was on fire. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. Not- so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anything is better than than literally industrial sewage being dumped into uh-huh. uh, some sort of uh, rust belt uh, water passage. Yeah. Um. All right, so this guy's eating a sandwich on the beach. The wind uh-huh. blows. He gets some sand in his sandwich with his funny little play on words. Uh-huh. And he eats it. Are you eating a, a sandwich that has sand in it, by the way? I am, because I'm usually pretty damn hungry, and I don't okay. two, I usually don't give two shits about the sand in my sandwich. It's just crunchier. God, just, you don't have to deal with this if you just like go to the fucking pool. <laughs> this is true. And then like Guillermo, the pool boy, brings you a fucking sandwich, and you're eating it on a barca lounger. This is true. This is true. But and there's no sand. Funny enough, we were it was my freshman year of dental school, and we went out to Cannon Beach. It's about an hour's drive from Portland and on the Oregon coast. And we had some friends visit. We made a picnic there. It, the wind whipped up, and my friend Sean, his mom, did nothing but complain the rest of the trip about sand in her damn sandwich. And I'm like, just shut up and eat it, or don't. I don't care. So now, whenever something doesn't quite go right, we always make fun of each other. Oh, did sand get in your sandwich? 
Here it is, man. Here's Here Sean's is. mom uh-huh. on, on Reddit. That's exactly what I was thinking when I read this. <laughs> so what happened here? Either either number one, I think what he had what happened was is he probably has some dent exposure on the occlusal of, of one of his molars. Uh-huh. And and chewing on that sand opened up some of the, the sclerotic dentin and dentinal tubules, and now he's getting some sensitivity. So he probably really just needs a fluoride varnish. Probably. I mean, worst case scenario, he may have actually had a, a little bit bigger grain of sand that he yeah, and maybe, down, cracked maybe cracked. So yeah. the, the step number one is you do an occlusal adjustment and see how it feels. Fuck that. Step number one is prep that bitch. I'm more likely to be prepping it, but uh, from the chart notes for an eventual audit, I will have said that I did a bite adjustment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> TMI? Did I just... Uh, no, no but I mean, I would never, I would just be like, yeah, the, he fucking cracked his tooth. We're prepping it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I, you know, I, I just wouldn't eat on the beach. It sounds like it. Yeah. It's, it sounds like you wouldn't have been there anyway. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't even go to the, I just don't like the beach. Okay. And life is a beach. This is true. It sucks. There's too many people. Mm-hmm. There's sand in your ass. Well, That's too many like, now, but a little bit more Rona, and we'll, we will thin the herd. Yeah. Why was this guy at a beach, though? Oh, yeah. Weren't those out? all the beaches were fucking closed. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't say his location. This. One day. This was one day ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Bill 520. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to just check and see where 520 area code is. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar. Tucson, Arizona. So not a lot of beach there. No. I wonder if it was like uh, the beach at Mandalay Bay in Vegas. You know, they brought in a bunch of sand and it's not yeah. really the beach. I'm, that's a God. That's, that's a horrible idea. The pool is a sand-free area for a reason. It's designed uh-huh. that way. Why do you want to bring the sand to the pool? Yeah. That's like um, bringing herpes to a fleshlight. Like, what do you, why would yeah. you do that? Ask me how I know. It's a- <laughs> That's not a feature I want in that particular mm. service. Yeah, yeah. Do you pay extra if it comes with herpes? I think a, it's I think it's a four ninety nine monthly charge. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's a subscription. Okay, yeah, it's a subscription fee. That's what they want. They want the subs. It's like Peloton. Uh-huh. Okay, they, they really you know they sell equipment, but they really make money off the subs. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I all right. So it's not Tucson. Maybe he drove to San Diego. Are uh, California like, beaches open? I don't think they are. Uh, I think they've now been closed. I think Gavin went ahead and, and shut shit down again. Old G-Dog, huh? That's right. I think the most likely explanation is that he's got some um, dentinal hypersensitivity. Yeah, yeah. Some SDF, some something there to shut him up and see how, let it ride. Just don't go to the beach. And if you do go to the beach, don't eat at the beach. Yeah, that seems to be a winning combination. When was the last time you had a picnic? Like, not necessarily at a beach, just anywhere. We took a gondola up to the top of Mount... Uh, well, Crystal Mountain has a view of Mount Rainier. And uh, it's a ski resort. So during the summer, we had gone... Uh, I think that's the most recent picnic. Like this summer? No, it was two summers ago. Okay. 
Man. Last so uh, the la- a few years ago, um, it was actually uh, we flew into Maui the night of the Super Bowl between the Falcons and the Patriots. So whenever that was, okay, three years ago, four years ago, yeah, yeah. Um, we had flown to Maui. I was like, I'd spoken in Kona on like a Friday okay. or Saturday, and then I spoke in Maui the next Friday. And so we spent the whole time in Maui, basically. Cool. A couple of days in Conan and the whole time in Maui. Okay. And we decided to do the road to Hana. Have you ever been to Maui and done the road to Hana? I have not. So the road to Hana is like this, I don't know, 40 mile drive to this like little backwoods town in Maui or mm-hmm. on Maui. Yeah. And it it's like this crazy road that weaves and winds through like this mountain, you know, this mountainous region. Okay. And there's like all these waterfalls, but like a lot and like a bunch of bridges, but the bridges are all like one lane. Uh-huh. So it's just like a hair, it's like an, a harrowing ride. Um, and like we had rented a car, we rented a convertible. So it's great. I mean, it was a great, it was a great deal, but it literally takes like the whole day to get there and back. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a whole day. It's like, it's like we left early in the morning. 8 30 a.m uh-huh and got back to the hotel like after dark that night that's how oh, it took. Wow, it's that, like that's a day yeah it's a whole day um and it's fine you know you get to see the whole back half of the island uh yeah. back half of the beach line which you wouldn't really see any other way and yeah, um we had uh we brought like a, a picnic for that that was the last time that that we did a picnic i'm not like <laughs> regular picnicking you know yeah i'm not either i'm not that active. I don't hike either. So it's, uh, I just like in cartoons, uh-huh. every cartoon I watched growing up had a picnic scene in it. <laughs> you know, like that was a That's common true. trope, uh, in, in cartoons, yeah. picnic baskets, uh, in, in, in movies and TV shows, people are always going on fucking picnics. It's true. There's always ant at the picnic. Like there's all this picnic talk. Yeah. No and one yeah. ever fucking goes on a real picnic. That's right. Just like I'll just order Uber Eats from wherever I get to. Yeah, that's probably the more common approach. <laughs> um, let's look at this guy's posting history. He's got three posts. Oh. Um, I'm sorry, two, three total posts, and then just two started threads. <laughs> okay. The one about the sandwich at the beach. Okay. Uh, and then. This was in Life Pro Tips. Life Pro Tip. I'm trying to prevent wear and tear on my credit card chips. I thought of putting a thin piece of clear packing tape over the chip to laminate it. Any advice? Yeah, I would just ignore that shit and just replace your card as needed. Yeah. I mean... I've like I've never worried up once in my life about the fucking chip on my not the chip. I might be concerned about the magnetic stripe on the well, back. Well, the strip wears out all the time. Yeah, got be like that. I thought that's part of why we had the chips. Yeah, that that's I believe so. So, so this is like go figure. He's worried about wear on the occlusal of a, of a zirconia hybrid. Like, bitch, we made this so that it wouldn't wear. Uh huh. Yeah. Like we we had acrylics before and those wore. Now we got now we've got zirconia. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking metaphor roll tonight, Lance. Yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Question two. Reddit user Shalisi Jeff 
says, Dimple disappeared after filling from dentist. After I went to the dentist to get my tooth filled, I noticed my right dimple disappeared. I then remembered my mouth was numb and it'll come back in a couple of hours, which it didn't. I waited till the next day and my dimple still didn't come back after my numbing and I grew nervous. I'm thinking to myself, my whole 18 years of my life, I had cute dimples. Now they're gone. Uh, Frowny emoji. So I did some research and I kept looking for some good feedback. If anyone else had the same minor issue as me and they did, but they never came back with any quote unquote good news. A week and a half passed and I noticed my dimple was coming back. I honestly think it's just the amount of anesthesia your dentist person puts in your mouth for your dimple to disappear because I couldn't feel the right side of my face for a long time. But yeah, if anyone is worried about their dimple disappearing after going to the dentist, it'll come back. I promise it just take a, takes a couple of days, maybe a week or two like me. Don't worry. Have you ever worried about this, Lance? Not even once. Do you have dimples? Not really, no. Just on your ass. Well, I rarely get it numb down there. I rarely. I mean, it's... Um, I've never even asked that before. What is a dimple or... No, the having a dimple go away from, from dental treatment. I've never heard of it either. I mean, I'm, I'm trying, I to, I'm trying to like, see if I get one. I, I don't. I don't really have any. Yeah, and I do a fair amount of Botox, and no one's ever said, "Hey, can you get rid of the dimple?" Can you Botox out a dimple? I think if you were to try, I mean, we're talking probably Buxinator, and you don't generally want to be. That's not one of the places we traditionally put Botox. All right. Let's. So. I, I'm at. I'm at the Dimple Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> A dimple, also known as a jellison. I've never heard that word in my life. Wow. <laughs> Why can't we just call it a dimple? Yeah. It's the same fucking number of letters. Yeah. It's, you're not saving any time here, jackass. It's a, it's a small natural indentation of the flesh on a part of the human body, most notably the cheek. Numerous cultures believe that cheek dimples are a good luck charm that entices people uh that think they are physically attractive, but they're associated with heroism and innocence, uh, which has been included in literature for many centuries. Medical research debates whether cheek dimples can be inherited or which type of allele they are, but it's certain that humans with cheek dimples are more likely to have them in both cheeks. Depth and length appearances are affected by the shape of the skull and dimples can appear and disappear due to age. There are four types of facial dimples, including cheek, cleft of chin um and so that's two (laughs) but it says there's four types there's four types we're only going to tell you two you figure out the rest (laughs) dimples are usually located on mobile tissue they're possibly caused by variations in the structure of the facial muscle known as the zygomaticus major specifically the presence of a double or bifid zygomaticus major muscle may explain the formation of cheek dimples the bifid variation of the muscle originates from a single structure uh, as a single structure from the zygomatic bone as it travels anteriorly, then divides with a superior bundle that inserts in the typical p- position above the corner of the mouth. The inferior bundle uh, inserts below the corner of the mouth. Cheek dimples can occur in any person, but some studies have suggested that dimples are more common in females. They can either be permanent or transient. A- aging makes dimples appear disappear due to facial development and muscle group. Uh, a Greek study 
uh, spanning 20 years concluded that 34% of Greek adults had temples, had dimples versus 13% of Greek youths had dimples, which might suggest that transient dimples are more common than permanent dimples. Professor John McDonald, citing limited research, concluding that dimples have been mislabeled as genetically inherited and as a dominant trait. It is believed that cheek dimple genes occur on the 16th chromosome, whereas cleft chin genes occur on the 5th. However, the University of Duh. Utah, <laughs> University of Utah, the Utes, Go you. Con- consider dimples an inner- irregular dominant trait that is probably controlled mostly by one gene, but is influenced by other genes. That's more than I ever wanted to know about dimples. Yeah, I wish I could take it back. I So uh, there's no way that anesthesia could cause this, right? I mean, even I guess if you buried if you if you were doing like a premolar or an upper upper premolar upper molar infiltration and you like hubbed the needle. Yeah, you're hubbing. I mean, to get the zygomaticus. Jeez. That's a long way. Yeah. Um what so what like when someone gets a zygomatic implant? Uh huh. I guess it goes behind the zygomatic muscle, right? Yeah, you're laying a flap and you're kind of going alongside or through the sinus. You're and- reflecting a flap, Lance. You lay your girlfriend yeah. and you reflect a flap. I do both. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um. The zygomat, even if you, the zygomatic's too superior, it's too, um, it, it's yeah, you, too close to the surface. There's no, I, I don't see how even an infiltration could get there. I can't, yeah, same. I, I, I mean, it would have to be hubbing the needle in the posterior with a ton of anesthetic. Yeah, he, he must have just dumped a shit ton of stuff in, in there and, and it just spread. You do, I, I, I did Botox training and I've only done it a few times. I don't, mm. it's not part of my practice anymore. Okay. Do you do any Botox in the zygomatic? Fuck no. It's, okay. it's pretty much glabella forehead and crow's feet is the, in most 99% is glabella. So. Okay. So if you were doing, uh, all like somebody had a hyperactive upper lip and so that they, they showed more gingiva than they should, uh-huh. um, you would, you would inject like five units at the ala of the nose. Two to five, depending on how much movement they wanted. Inhibited. But that's not getting zygomaticus. Fuck no. Uh-uh. What about um, like smoker's lines? You still use very, very little, and it's just right above the vermilion border. So, Mm-mm. So I, yeah, I don't see how Botox could even affect dimples. Uh-uh. Let's just do a quick Google of does Botox affect dimples? When Botox is injected, this is from your real self. Um, when Botox is injected into a, in, uh, to slim the jawline, it is often injected into the masseter muscle. How often, uh, however, if Botox affects soften some of the other facial muscles, it could affect the muscles that cause your dimples. So I guess if you fuck up here. <laughs> yeah, it's a sign of a mistake. You fucked up. Yeah, if you screw up your masseter injection... I don't you know. Could, you could. Man, because you bury it deep in the belly of the masseter. You're not anywhere near the zygomaticus major. So this, you fucked it up. It seemed like it was one of the, like, it seemed like the zygomatic, um, or I'm sorry, the masseter injection is kind of the easiest one. 
Yeah, it's a you just have them like flex their masseter. Uh-huh. You can see this huge belly of the muscle. Uh-huh. You drop it in there and you're done. It's it's the most evident one that we really have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of hard to fuck that one up. Um and yet. Well, so but I mean that's not what happened to this guy, no. this woman, which no, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was just anesthesia. So I did Google to find out which celebrities, uh, beautiful celebrity. I, I just put, um, let me see what I Googled. Famous people with dimples. Okay. Google spit out three names. Okay. <laughs> Two of which I don't know who they are. All right. Eddie Stibrian. Uh, he was on uh, um, CSI Miami. And he, he uh, Jesus, Lance. he married um, Leanne Rimes. Wow, they, okay. They ruined each other's marriages. Okay, great. Yeah. Josh Holloway. Don't know who that is. Uh he actually grew up in Bainbridge Island in, in Gig Harbor, Washington, but he he was a uh, um I'm pretty sure Josh Holloway was on uh Sweet Home Alabama. Um no, it looks like he was on Lost. He was Sawyer on Lost. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you're thinking of another guy. He's a Josh, but not Holloway. Yeah. Uh, and then Mario Lopez, who I do. Mario Lopez, yeah. Then Ranker had an article. Let's go back here. Uh, 24, <laughs> it's such a weird number. 24 beautiful celebrity women with cute dimples. Okay. Number one is Miranda Kerr. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, she's kind of an influencer. Uh, I want to say she was a... She was a uh, Victoria's Secret, I think. Uh, number two is Cheryl Cole. Oh, yeah. I actually saw her at a um, mall. Um, I had advertised on a radio station, and she was this British chick that had to, like uh, Jagger Swagger, some some song. Anyway, my daughters knew who she was, so I had the opportunity to do like, a meet and greet afterwards or before it. And so I was the cool dad for at least an hour. Cool. Yeah. Ashley Benson. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Pretty uh, Little Liars. Yeah, the kids watch okay. that. Uh, Jennifer Garner. All right. I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. I do oh, know yeah. who that is. Yep. Sophia Bush. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, One Tree Hill. Okay. Catherine Duchess of Cambridge. There we go. Is So that's um, William's wife, right? Yeah, that's right. Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. Something about Mary. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bar Raffaele. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know who... I mean, I, I, I know the name, but I, I, would, I could not tell you what... Is she just a model? She's, she's a, model, a model, and then she, uh, she dated uh, DiCaprio for a while. Who didn't? Exactly. I exactly. I know. Eliza Dushku. Yeah, big Totally fan. underrated. I'm yeah, oh, yeah. Big fan. Uh, Rosie Huntington Whitley. In this picture that they show of her, she just has one dimple on her lip. Yeah, she's barely smiling. That's all uh, Le- Leighton Meester. Oh, yeah, she's cool. I don't know who she I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't know. I can't uh, tell you what she's in. Gossip Girl, and then she was on Single okay. Parents. Kirsten Dunst. Obviously, know who oh, she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Green. No oh. idea who she is. Twilight. She looks like Jennifer Chevalier with uh, brunette hair. I don't know if you know Jennifer Chevalier. I don't. Uh-uh. 
she uh, she's like uh, her, her dad, uh, Bernie Stoltz, runs uh, Fortune Practice Management. Oh, okay. And Jennifer's pretty high in that right. in that uh, deal. There you go. Audrey Tattoo. Uh, oh. She's a French actress. She was yeah. in um, Amelie. Amelie. I was going to yeah. say Mamie. <laughs> I knew that wasn't right. Uh, Hillary Duff. So we have Sophie Bush and Hillary Duff. Uh-huh. I like that. Um, Bridget Mindler. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan. Um, I do know that she was in the second uh, Gordon Gecko movie, Wall Street. The one with... Um, oh. Uh, what's the kid's name that went crazy? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Okay. Lauren London. I do not know who this is. No. Uh-uh. Jessica Cesor. Cesor. I don't, don't know who that is. Uh-uh. Leah Michelle. I think she was uh-huh. with Lee. Right? She was, yeah. Uh-huh. Crystal Reed. I have no idea who that is. No clue. Uh, I do know who Rooney Mara is. Yeah, you better. Uh, I, she tattoo. played, yeah, she played um, Elizabeth Salander in Girl with Dragon Tattoo. That's right. Uh, Nikki Hilton. Which yeah. uh, is a tough way to finish this list. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's. Is, there's got to be better celebrities with. All right, you let's do. Say. All right, we got to do 26 male celebrities. Oh, shit. <laughs> because we have to. This we, this has to be a woke show, Lance. Oh, okay. So where's the? Uh, oh, Josh Holloway. Yeah, it's the next one. We already talked about him. Harry Styles. Jared Padalecki. I don't know who that is. Uh, supernatural. God, how do you know this shit? I'm big into pop culture, dude. Alfred Enoch. This is not a real person. Hmm. I'm trying to find the list so I can. It's a Buzzfeed list. Okay, there we go. Adam Levine. Nicholas right. Holt. Holt. Ah, I like him. What's he from? I don't know what he's from. Uh, he, as a kid, he was in a, about a boy, and then he was in the X Men First Class as Beast. But now he did a, the okay. show um, about Catherine the Great on Hulu okay. called The Great. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Usher, Joseph right. Gordon-Levitt, Pin Badgley. No, yeah, that's a fake person. Now he was in You on Netflix as a creepy stalker murder boyfriend. Okay. But he was Great. on Gossip Girl first. So Okay. John Legend. Cool guy. M Shadows. Don't know who that is. Hmm. Brad Pitt. How the fuck is Brad Pitt not at the top of the list? Exactly. How what, is he how, 12th place? 12? 12 is a that's wrong. That's just bad. He's that's he's below M Shadows, whoever <laughs> that is. Exactly. Um, Luke McFarlane. Again, this is not, these aren't real people. Nah, that's just a, that's just a goof. Bruno Mars, I actually, I think should be on the female list. <laughs> that is one beautiful bitch. All right. Um, Sam Claffin. Again, this is not a real person. Mario uh, Lopez in at number 16. So coming in at 16, coming in hot. Uh, Tony Aller. No idea who that is. You got Hugh Jackman. All right. Yeah. You were Eric Eric Dane. I don't know who Eric Dane is. Yeah, my pictures or, aren't loading, so I don't know. Yeah, none of these pictures are loading. Orlando Bloom, uh, fucking Legolas or whatever uh-huh. from uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. 
Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Ian yeah. Summerhalder. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was in Lost, and then he was in The Vampire Diaries. Okay. Jensen Ackles. Yeah, another guy. not a real person. No, he was on uh, Supernatural with Jared Padalecki. Wow. Matt Boomer. Bomer. Bomer, yeah. Don't know. Uh, he was on White Collar on the USA Network. God, you are fucking IMDb tonight, <laughs> dude. Uh, Drake. Uh, he was in Degrassi High. Yeah, I was just about to say. I, yeah. In a wheelchair. Uh, Eddie Cibrian, uh, yeah. which we already covered. Uh-huh. Kevin Zegers. No clue. No idea. I, uh-uh. This is not real. No. Kevin Zegers is not a real person. No he's famous the, person. He's the editor of, of BuzzFeed, so he made it. He is. <laughs> uh, let's, let's search for Kevin Zegers. <laughs> he's Canadian. He's an oh. Airbud. How is this on the fucking list? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's an Airbud. Okay, great. um all right so we know all right so from what our research has gathered about dimples um it's just just dimples are transient man yeah if you like them keep them for as long or use them the best ability for while you got them you might lose them hmm Yeah, I don't see anything of any note here. Um, let's check out Shalisi Jeff. Two posts, one about the dimple. Oh, this is the second one. I have to restart my Animal Crossing New Horizons. Can someone help me out with some floor lights? Smiley face emoji. I have to restart my game over again because. I bought an actual switch and I found out I couldn't transfer my AC and H data from my switch uh, light to my new switch. Love that. Also go ahead and drop your friend's code smiley. I have no idea what any of those words mean. Yeah. It, it was kind of a, a hot game on the Nintendo switch a little while ago. And, and my daughter knew about it, wanted to get the, the switch just so she could play that stupid game. So that's all I know about it. Did you, did you get it for her? Nope. Good. I said, get a fucking job. Yeah, get a job. Mm-hmm. Get a job. Um, question three. Reddit user Delicakick asks, regular dentist versus prosthodontist for a crown. So after my complicated root canal surgery, I need to get a crown. I know prosthodontists specialize in crowns and have three additional years of schooling compared to regular dentists. My question is, since both are able to offer the same treatment at extremely different price points, in what situation should you should you prefer a prosthodontist over a regular dentist? For the crown, the prosthodontist will charge $1,000 more than the regular dentist. Yeah, it's all about the price. $1,000 more. <laughs> do, you mean, do prosthodontists do single units? I mean, they're going to con you into doing a whole arch because that's right. just a prosthodontist didn't get out of bed for a single crown. Exactly. Um, they're so much better than us, Lance. They are. I mean, they clearly. are so much better than us. They're woke. Um, they're a lot more in tune. Well, see, here's the thing: like we've been, you know, like we we have a society have been sort of reckoning the sins of the past uh-huh. as far as racial discrimination and things like that. At some point, we're going to have to have that same reckoning with. Mm-hmm. Prosthodontist, the privileged prosthodontist. 
and general dentists because we've been put down by these amazing people, humans, uh, humanitarians, and That's clinicians. Right. Um, I mean, really perfect specimens of, of human beings. Yeah. yeah. If, I- if, if aliens came tomorrow and we had to offer up only the best of us, it would have to be a prosthodontist. Well, it's it's their anus that would be probed for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> no, the prosthodontist would critique the alien about how they were probed, though. This is like, true. No, you're not pressing at 35 newton centimeters <laughs> of force in the long axis of the tooth. That is not it's, a centric relation probe. The study by Dawson et al. 1977 said that 37% of anal probings done by aliens from Zarlac 19 mm-hmm. were done incorrectly. And so I remember citing that study in my lit review. And right. I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need a specialist here to do this probing. Well, most anal probes need a leaf gauge. I mean that's I do weird. love a leaf gauge. I do lo- I use a leaf gauge a lot. <laughs> I use the leaf gauge a lot. I do. You, a lot of anal probings? Yeah, well, for both. I mean, for all, <laughs> okay. all sorts of things, really. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, it's, handy. it's very handy. <laughs> <laughs> you hate perio. I really do. Because of your experience in dental school. Uh-huh. That's well, how Prost was for us. Not just dental school, but okay. Prost was a real pain in the ass for us in school. All right. All right. Um, and, and they just, they sort of made our life hard. Uh-huh. And... Um, yeah. So, so, I mean, there were plenty of times during dental school. I mean, specifically word for word, uh-huh. I can hear the words like said by multiple prosthodontists that were my educators. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a case a prosthodontist should do. Oh, really? I mean, just like over and over and over. Wow. Um, and so it was very, there was very much a bias in our education that, prosthodontists, you know, general dentists can do some stuff, but prosthodontists are more skilled. Gotcha. Um, <sighs> At your school, was it a perioprost combo type of program? They did, they did have a very good perioprost program, but here's the funny thing about perioprost. Okay. All of those people who graduate with perioprost, do you know what they actually practice when they get out and practice? Probably perio. They all practice perio because yeah. there's way more money in perio. It's way more money to do perio surgery uh, and and handle per- and, and handle implants and CT grafts and all that kind of stuff than there is in dealing with pros. And and if they operate as perio pros, they don't get referrals. Okay. If they operate as just perio, they get referrals. So most of them drop their pros. They don't even advertise that they're prosthodontists. Gotcha. So they wasted like two years of their life. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, now wasted. Like, all right, do they understand? You know, implant sure. restorative and all. Yeah. Maybe you know, and that restorative placement, you know, of, of implants. Those are all good things. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Uh, but like the whole idea, just the whole sort of deification of prosthodontists. Yeah. Um, I was watching a video the other day um, in de- for dental economics. Um, we have this new newsletter that goes out uh, done by Pam Maragliano Munoz, who's okay. a prosthodontist in Salem, Massachusetts, who's on our editorial team. Nice. Um, and Pam was a hygienist first and then went back to dental school and became a prosthodontist. Gotcha. Um, so she has a specific interest in in preventive and all that stuff. More, more than your average prosthodontist. Sure. Okay. So she's interviewing this fucking Israeli guy about this new composite they're launching that uh-huh. 
somehow some kind of like smart, it releases some kind of shit to the margin or something, you know, uh-huh. so it's like a bioactive, whatever. Gotcha. And it's like not approved in the United States yet, but she's interviewing him about it. And at some point she calls him a dentist and he has to correct her to say like, no, he's a prosthodist. She's like, what the, f-? like he stops her in mid sentence to like correct her. Wow. That he's a prosthodist because like he has to get like, you can't call a prosthodist a dentist. You just wow. get like, they, they are compelled to correct you. The power of pros compels them. Yeah. <laughs> that they have, like you, they have wow. to make sure you know that they're a prosthodist. Yeah, that's, wow. That's, uh, that's annoying. Can you do a single unit crown as good as a prosthodist? Probably not. <laughs> Fuck, oh, fuck that. No, you and I, I both can do a yeah. single unit crown fuck. as good as a prosthodist. Like, exactly. Do you remember the like uh, Denver prosthodontist overlord? Oh, yeah. Do you remember her crazy ad about yeah. like, how much more skilled she was than, than, right. than every general dentist ever? Yeah, I forgot about um, that. I don't, it's, it's really funny. There's two of my mentors in San Antonio are, are probably the best two restorative dentists in San Antonio. It's Bill Robbins. Um, who who is who does global diagnosis, and he partnered with Jeff Rouse on that stuff. Um, and then a guy named Brian Schroeder. Um, neither of them are fucking prosthodontists, man. Uh-huh. They're they are both general dentists. They did AGDs or GPRs or whatever, but they did not do a pros residency. Uh-huh. And I will put them up against any fucking prosthodontist in the world, like anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just hate this fucking deification of prosthodontists. No offense, like I don't have any problem with prosthodontists, but. I just, just as a whole, they're very like wound up in making sure that everyone knows they're a prosthodist. Yeah, it, it does get annoying, but I get annoyed real easily. So it's not really. Is it a th- is it a thousand dollar difference between a prosthodist? Like, what is happening in that thousand dollars? Oh, I, that I would believe- be the difference from what I would do. I believe their fee is a thousand dollars more. I've, I'm not disputing that. I'm saying, what is the difference in what they do versus zero. what I do? Uh, they probably have an on-site lab, so you get the convenience of. Do you think uh, nowadays, like with with all the tech and all, like all the tech you need to have a lab on on site? The ones I know of, they they still do work outside of that lab, but they're the lab itself is on site for that prosthodontist. Okay, I think so. That aren't all clear choice. Uh, uh, pros, isn't there the lab on site as well? Well, yeah, but those guys aren't doing single unit crowns. No, no, they're not. They're not even doing single implants. So, but I know a guy. Yeah, but yeah, they do have the uh, clear choices all have labs on site. Yeah. And I do know a couple pros in, in the Seattle area and they all have their own lab on site. Do Kinzer and Spear have a, have a lab in, in their office on site? Uh, that I don't know. Um, I don't know any prosthodontist besides Clear Choice here in San Antonio that has a lab on site. Really? There, there, you know, there used to be the days like when prosthodontists were doing gold, yeah. you know, and, and all that, you know, there used to be a lot of those guys that would do that work themselves. And I just, uh-huh. they, you just can't really do that today. I mean, other, you know, like I'm sure there, you know, there's prosthodontists that have Cirex and that's, that's one thing. But as far as like, oh, I'm going to take an impression and then pour it up and then scan that and then design a file and then mill it out of, you know, pre-centered zirconia 
at yeah. the 18% size or whatever, and then paint, you know, then stain and glaze it, then fire or center it the rest of the way. Uh-huh. Trinket. Like, I just don't see a prosthodontist like doing that themselves. No, no, they're, they're focusing on arches. So here's the thing for a single unit crown. And this isn't a commercial for Glidewell, but I did a, a, a deal with Itero for Glidewell. Uh, I've been doing these, these programs. There's like four of them that we've done. Mm-hmm. And so I did a couple like single unit cases with Glidewell. That's not the normal lab I work with, but it's like, Hey, I'm going to show a couple cases. I might as well show Glidewell shit. Sure. So I did just like single unit crowns on 30 showing kind of the workflow with an Itero and how you fill out the Itero restorative script and all that stuff. Yeah. And so unlike the last case I did with Glidewell, I prepped the crown on a Friday. The crown batched to shipping was packaged and ready to ship. So I prepped the crown at 9 a.m. Central. So the the Glidewell got it at 9.40 Central, something like that. Okay. Um, it was at their shipping department at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. On Friday. It's pretty it was Friday, so it didn't ship until Monday. It shipped overnight. I got it Tuesday. Okay. So had I prepped it on Monday, I would have gotten the crown probably Tuesday. Yeah. Or early Wednesday morning. So I could have delivered that crown, you know, uh-huh. in 48 hours. That's pretty nice. Nothing's moving. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's Glidewell, but like that's, you know, the most studied, that's the, 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 the zirconia that Gordon Christensen says always comes out the best. You know, the posterior bruxier always turns out the best in all the, in all the zirconia studies. Uh huh. How is that a thousand dollars worse than what a prosthodontist can do? Right. No, it, it, it really And that's is. even using Glidewell, like, which yeah. is not the best. Sure. But they can turn it around in 36 hours. Like, I don't think a prosthodontist can do that. Not likely, no. <laughs> Unless they send it to Glidewell, which is, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's the same shit that's going in. Uh-huh. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I Believe me, I have referred cases to prosthodontists before. Sure. I'll be honest with you. Generally, those cases were more uh, psychologic referrals than they were that's, clinical referrals, right? That's what I'm um, referring. So that's the difference, I think, between my crown and a crown of prosthodontist does is the crown that the prosthodontist does is they're charging an extra thousand dollars because the person's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that's got to be it. Yeah. The, the P to fee is built in. I, that has to be what it is. Uh-huh. They're just assuming this, guy's, this person's coming in because they're a pain in the ass. And so no matter yes. what, I am charging. I, I'm uh, sure that the prosthodontist that I've referred those few cases to just knows. Like if they see my name on the referral. Uh-huh it's automatically going to be just a pain in the ass patient. Absolutely. But you're a prosthodontist. Like all I was told during dental school is that you guys were the gods that can handle all of this stuff. This so true. here you go, buddy. There you go. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So this tooth had endo. I mean, is there anything easier than no. prepping a crown? Like that's no. been endo treated and you know. Perfect. Um, let's look at their other posts. This is in the subreddit of X-Men. Who wants X-Men Evolutions episode remastered with Hans Zimmer's score from Dark Phoenix? Not me. <laughs> also in the subreddit of, of X-Men, X-Men Evolution officially confirmed to be on Disney+. Plus. 
Okay. Very much into X-Men Evolution. Um, this is in the subreddit of dentistry. What happens when a crown reaches its lifespan? What happens when a crown reaches its lifespan, whether it's 10 or 15 years? Do they have to go in and extract the tooth to do an implant or replace the crown? Wouldn't replacing the crown meaning cutting off more of the tooth, which means the new crown will last lesser time? Or can a crown really last a lifetime? Um, that's actually an incredibly smart question. Yeah, that that's not so bad. Um, yeah, I mean, the cycle of re-restoration. But, I mean, we've all seen teeth that have had three or four crowns on and yeah. are still doing fine. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea of, like, once it reaches its lifespan, what happens? Like, well, you know, it, it usually goes into the crown hospital and all of its family members come and gather around the hospital bed. And, and then pull the plug. Hold yeah, hold their little crowns hands while uh -huh. you know the 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 grandpa crown is 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 uh, is <laughs> before he shovels off this mortal coil. Then they have a little crown ceremony, you know, uh, a little funeral ceremony, um, yeah. and then and then the crown is cremated, i.e., it's cut in half in front of all of its friends and family, <laughs> and uh, and wrecked by by some dentist somewhere. I do love the idea of like <laughs> Billy. Kill me. <laughs> and then just a handpiece coming in and just slicing it in half. What's what's a worse way to go for a crown? To to be, have like a PFM crown where it just is a nice like a clean, easy slice in half and then just popped off in two pieces? Or like the the bonded on Emacs that just has to be like grinded all the way down. Like those are oh. those are different deaths entirely for crowns. Um and I yeah. feel like just the the PFM like clean and easy, you know. Yeah. Take that any day. Versus the just grinding the hell out of it. Yeah. Or the bond is so good, you put a groove in it and you'd use a crown remover and crack it. But though it's so bonded so well, you just split the tooth in half all the way down and now you're extracting. <laughs> have you ever done that? I have. Holy shit. I've never, I, uh, as far as I know, I haven't done that. No, I was, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I put a nice, generous groove in there. I should have been able to split it. And I did, but the tooth too. That was a bad day. Yeah, that sounds like it. A nice, generous, a nice, generous love groove, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Talk about getting fucked. So, yeah, it was. I've had better days. Let's put it that way. Uh. I guess that's kind of how I do it for tonight. Yeah, I probably should. Um, just go to your general dentist. For sure. Delica Cook, whatever your name is. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not, the prosthodontist isn't going to do a single unit crown a thousand dollars better than we can. I'm no, sorry. Not at sorry, all. Sorry, prosthodontist. Nope. Uh, if you need a full arch, that may be a different story, but single unit crown. Um, hey, share this with your friends. Lance, do you have any friends? No. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> share it with them. Uh, your imaginary ones. Uh-huh. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whoever they are. Uh-huh. Um, share this with them. Let them know about uh, the the show. Um, that's how we grow the show, one new listener at a time. Uh, shoot us a review. Uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. What's your favorite number, Lance? Big fan of five. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, or Funny Shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Smash that follow button. Um, do you have a song, or is it my turn? I think it's, it's my turn, It's your turn. Right? Yeah, be you. 
Have you ever heard of Tame Impala? I've heard the name. I couldn't recognize them singing, though. They're way better and safer than Wild Impalas. Wild Impalas will just like fuck your shit up, man. Uh, They've got yeah. the horns. You like they'll like rip out the backseat of your car. Yeah, you really got to watch out for a Wild Impala. Tame Impala is definitely more along the lines of of what you want. But Tame Impala is a band. They're from Perth. Okay, uh, which I think is in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where in Australia. It's somewhere in Australia. And if I know my Australia. Which I don't. Uh-huh. It's on the coast. Okay. Uh, because I think everything in Australia is on the coast. I believe so. Even uh, Darwin. Darwin's on the coast? No. I don't is that think a city? So. <laughs> I think it's in the middle. I don't think. I think it's on the coast. It could be. I think it's like the no- north coast. Uh, it's on the western coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's on like southwestern. Southwestern. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's right, right on the southwest corner. All right. Um, of Australia. So that's Perth. Um Tame Impala, they uh they have a song they have off their newest album um which is called The Slow Rush. Um and they have a song called Lost in Yesterday that I really like. All right. And uh really really good, really good vibe. Kind of a, a it's a good summer song. Um although I have no idea when this song came out, but it's a, it seems like a good summer song. So um it's a little different than uh, than smell your dick. <laughs> for Joshua or for Jesus, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags.